0: Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, your connection to the small business community. Thanks for listening. We're dedicated to bringing you the best small business trends and tips. Visit us online at sbcncanada.org to find other ways we can help your small business flourish.
1: Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast. I'm Linda Ockwell-Jenner, one of the co-founders of the SBCN, a business networking organisation based in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario. Tonight, I'm very, very excited to have um, one of our wonderful SBCN members here, a longtime member, Theresa Ulliot, who is evidently... Um, an automotive salesperson. Did I get that right, Teresa? Is that your title? Yeah, I'm actually an automotive sales and financing consultant. So I do the sales and I also do the financing. Yep. Now, this is something I want to know more about because I know – but sales is something you excel at. And I know you have some other businesses on the go. I don't know how you do it. You're amazing. But tell me more about this um, this license. I didn't know you have to have a license to uh, sell auto- automobiles. Yeah, it's regulated by a governing
0: body called OMVIC. And um, you have to take a course to uh, and, t- and pass a test. And then there's some other regulations that you have to, uh, I guess, pass or show in order to get your license. Um, and that's basically to protect consumers, to make sure that people who are selling cars um, you know, are upstanding citizens with no criminal records and things like that. So um, I've had the license several times before. I also went to, uh, co- like after university, I went to college uh, to the automotive school in Barrie for actual automotive sales and marketing, uh, back a few years ago.
1: <laughs> so now, um, <laughs> this might sound funny. So, like um, when I first moved to Canada, I think it's it's either twenty nine years or thirty years. I can't remember. Now, it's a long time ago. Myself and my then husband, um, we had uh, we were waiting for finances to get here. We had a certain amount of money, obviously, to, to live on and, and rent a house and stuff like that. But we thought we'd start off with a secondhand car. Um, mm-hmm. so do all car dealers or do car dealerships the people who are selling have to have this license or do some people not I mean is this been going for a long time um, every every car dealer is required to
0: have OMVIC um, every car salesperson is required to have an OMVIC license and and every franchise or place that's selling or doing repairs or anything Mm -hmm. to do with automotive uh even wholesalers have to have auto um the omvik license uh people that like there are people out there who buy cars um you know they 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 get cars somehow and then try (laughs) to sell them the 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 name for those people is curbsiders um and so (laughs) curbsiders you have to be careful of. So if you do see, you know, if you're on Kijiji or somewhere like that Uh and you do see someone trying to sell a car, that's not a private citizen, uh, Uh who is somehow saying, you know, that they own a a dealership and you should ask them to see their, to see if they have an OMVIC registration and license, um, especially as a consumer, because if you do get in some way, um, you know, mistreated or ripped off, <laughs> if mm-hmm. that's a good it. way to say it. Yeah, uh, sure. has special uh, funding. Uh, you can call them and there's special funding that's set aside to cover um, consumers that are, you know, that ha- are ripped off in the middle of the night type thing where the dealer is, goes missing or it happens to be a curbsider that has, um,
1: well, uh, you know, went, went missing. This is interesting because I have learned something new today after being here 30 years. <laughs> the point is this, though, we were lucky. I mean, um, the, the used or second hand car, whatever you like to call it, was was awesome for us until we got our funds from England. The house sold in England, um, and it, it was very reliable, it lasted a long time, so I guess we were lucky. Um, I hope it's not offended anybody in England. We call People who you call curbsiders, we call them cowboys because they're taking advantage mm. of you and they're not keeping to the rules. Do you think the general public know this fact? Because I'm quite good at knowing things and I never knew anything. They have to have a license and what it's called. Do you think most people know that it's for them and their safety? And if, as you say, you don't want them to get rigged really up, or do you think this is something that we're educating our listeners about tonight, Teresa? I think it's
0: getting better because OMVIC has cracked down. Like there, there's inspectors that go out and if they see like some of the smaller dealers that don't have big, you know, national nationally known franchises like mm-hmm. Ford or GM or Volkswagen, mm-hmm. um, they see the smaller places. They they go in and, you know, basically shut down anyone that doesn't have the <gasps> license. So wow. you see like there's less and less of the smaller dealers that are you know have just two or three cars out out front type thing which i think was what was causing a lot of the problems before Mm -hmm. Um, omvik was very active Mm
1: -hmm. you know you
0: see a few cars out front so you think that there's a dealership there um, and that's where people were getting tricked often so i think there's less and less of those but i think there's still you know because the online presence is bigger and there's you know there's Mm -hmm. more of an online marketplace i think there Mm -hmm. could be some gray areas there where consumers could still get tricked pretty easily.
1: Now, I know you're authentic and one of the good guys, but I've got to ask a question. We get more into, you know, your sales and and how you help right. people with the financing. Is it true that there's not many cars on offer, especially used cars at the moment? And if so, is this because of COVID?
0: Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's... I mean, my knowledge of the supply and demand is is more limited because uh, I don't actually buy cars on the auction, but I do see the owner of my dealership, um my experience of it is that there's less cars available, and the cars are more expensive than they've been in the past. Yeah, um, and I do think that that's partially because of Covid. I know that a lot of the cars that are pre-owned cars with higher mileage, uh, they require certain parts in order to make them drivable and to pass safeties. And those parts are what is causing the holdup. The parts are not available and the parts are not available because the OEM, the manufacturers uh, were shut down over COVID. So there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely some supply issues and they're going right down to the various parts that are in the vehicle's. Well um, um what is the name okay. of the dealership um that, that you're um you know uh, it's called, with? yeah, it's called Canada Cars and yeah. it's just on Bridgeport Road in Waterloo.
1: I know it, yeah, yeah, I remember that name. It's got a good brand, hasn't it? So, um obviously, you know, I have a car um and we deal with a, a different dealership. I didn't know that you could actually, you know, be the salesperson and do the financing. That's interesting, Teresa. Yeah, I really enjoy um, the fact that I can take a customer
0: and meet them and get to know them and basically be with them for the the whole process from beginning to end. Um, I think it's better for the customer because they Mm -hmm. don't get shuffled around as much. Mm -hmm. And especially when there's some complication or complicated situations um with obtaining the financing sometimes mm-hmm. you have to pick a certain type of car that's going to fit with what the bank uh is going to ask for or be willing to finance so okay. those kind of situations would be someone who's newer to the country or self-employed or mm-hmm. someone who has slightly challenged credit or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. so you know to be able to set uh to get that information earlier on when the customers depart deciding on what vehicle they want mm. is much more helpful and it saves a lot of time and it saves the customer from getting all excited about a vehicle that they, they find out maybe isn't the one that they the bank's going to let them have.
1: Wow, that's um, a good point.
0: Obviously yeah, it's so really it's
1: very- yeah, better... <laughs> Yeah, we're very happy with our dealership. We do keep going, well, now we're at different ones because Dave went through that, um, don't tell him I said this, um, middle age <laughs> crisis, yeah, changed dealerships and got a sports car. <laughs> uh-huh, um, Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, for me, it's down to the customer service, the care and attention. And as I was going to say, with the dealership I deal with, I love them. But, yeah, they do kind of ask me what kind of car I want. We do a deal, then they pass me on to... We lease our cars, obviously, you know, it's better for us for business purposes. But I think I would like it better if I could deal with the one person all the time. Now, do you also deal with lease cars or or do you just do the, you know, sell cars? You know, people have to buy the cars from you. Do you do leases too? Uh, I haven't seen any
0: leases so far with Canada Cars. Um, With with the owner, Laga, he's a wonderful guy. Um, I've seen him bend over backwards in many different ways so far. It's one of the reasons that I'm at Canada Cars. Um, So I, I, I don't want to say that he wouldn't do a lease mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't know yet. But no. I've seen him, I've seen him do everything. <laughs> so beginning um, to sound like, just <laughs> beginning to sound like <laughs> an acrobat, the clever guy. Yeah, so, he's he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is possible. I don't want to say he doesn't do it, but no, I haven't no, seen no. any leases.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, it's just good, to you know, for our listeners to know if they come into Canada for cars, if they are looking for a lease, maybe contact you and we'll get you information yeah. later. You know, you can tell them a little bit more about it. But like I say, most people tend to buy the cars. um So, yeah. what made you? Did you say you went to college or university for you know this kind of work? Yeah, I, I went to Waterloo and
0: I got an undergrad in actual social, like social development studies, so social work type thing. And I, but I'm got a minor in, in business. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up going to, I always loved cars. And so I ended Mm -hmm. up going to Georgian college for automotive sales and marketing. And that led me into marketing, but Mm -hmm. I ended up at Kitchener Ford in the business office for a year and I really loved it, but I had to leave because it was too many hours. And I, I had a young daughter at home Oh. And um and so then I kind of stayed in the marketing realm because it was a nine to five thing, and then I started you know my few businesses, and mm-hmm. that's why I I would love to sell cars sort of to the business community, small business oh. community, because I know what it's like to be a small business owner. Yeah. Um, and then I went into Canada Cars to buy a car, and mm-hmm. I just loved the experience, and I really liked Laga, and um, he I got we got talking about cars. And he asked me if I wanted to work there. And I said, you know what? I would love to work here. I would love to help people, you know, buy cars. I think it would be a a really fun, fun job. And and I could actually help some people get financing that might otherwise not get
1: financing. So that's how it happened. (laughs) I, I know for a fact that, you know, People think, well, if you're going to start a business and whether it's a small business or a big business, you don't always have the financial, you know, backing um, and you have to, you know, pour all your money into the business. So I am sure, you know, there are people who have problems in that arena And so what basically you're saying to, you know, our listeners is Canada Cars makes it easier for small businesses and everybody really, but we're going to concentrate on, you know, small business owners to actually get the financing. You're not going to say, nope, can't help you. You don't do this. You haven't got that. You are going to bend over backwards, Teresa, to help those people, which I think is marvelous. So. Do you actually, um, I don't know whether you can tell me this. I mean, I don't know if it's a question I shouldn't ask. Do you go to the banks? Wait, you have to get the funding from somewhere. So you must have really good relationships with the financial institutions. Yeah, we basically have about probably 10 different lenders
0: that we work with. Mm -hmm. And each lender has its own special highlights, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So different ones specialize in different things. And we sort of get to know that. So when Mm -hmm. a customer comes on and they have their certain set of circumstances Mm -hmm. or challenges, then we, you know, we work with those different lenders to see which one is going to match and which one's going to give us the best interest rate. Um, And we basically like work on behalf of the client to get the, that best interest rate with that best set of circumstances. So maybe we want to get the longest term so they can mm-hmm. get the shortest, the smallest payment mm-hmm. um, with the least money down or mm-hmm.
1: whatever it is that our client really wants. Um, and, and we that's work what, towards that. That's what I think a lot of people need, especially after COVID, that kind of help yeah. instead of being told, um, you know, we, I'm sorry, we can't really help you because you haven't got a, B, or C. This is amazing. Um, and I say to me, I perceive it to be a really well rounded brand brand. A well rounded brand. And what I mean by that is it's got really good um um I forget my words, Teresa. Uh, credibility. It's got credibility. I have never heard anybody, and I'm mixed with a lot of people, Teresa, say to me, went to Canada Cars, didn't have a good, um, experience. The customer care is great. The help they give you is great. Uh, they really care what, you know, what kind of cars they're selling. And I think to have a brand like that, I mean, how, how long has, has, um, this, this brand been going, this business been going? Has it been going many years or? Yeah, I think lugga has
0: been in the business for over twenty-five years. There you go. So he's he's constantly has people coming in and and visiting and talking with him. Uh-huh. He ha- he's always having a hard time buying cars on the auction because people are always <laughs> in visiting. One of <laughs> something that I something I think that is worthy of mentioning to yeah. everyone is when when customers go into a, a typical um, small dealer for pre-owned and they're looking for financing, Uh what the business office will often do is just submit their, their application to a whole bunch of banks and Mm -hmm. then wait and see which bank's going to come back with whatever. And what that does is it takes, like it hits their credit and costs them credit points every single time it hits a bank. Wow. So they don't really care if it hits like, you know, 15 different banks and it costs them credit at points at each of Mm -hmm. those banks. Mm-hmm. um which is just really like it's just poor form really to do that to a client the client doesn't even know what's happening
1: no um, that's true yeah.
0: yeah and so what we do is we do the research first and we contact the banks and we you know we ask for wiggle room we ask them can you can you decrease the interest a bit we do all the the research first before we submit anywhere and once we know already what we're going to get based on our research then we mm-hmm. submit so we only submit to one or two um, because we don't want to touch any of that credit until we actually do the submitting,
1: if that makes it really, sense. Really, that makes sense. It, yeah. You really, really care about the customer, even if you've never met yeah. them before and and maybe they're not a returning customer. I would perceive though that um, this dealership in particular has a lot of returning clients because, you know, the loyalty is there because getting the best experience. Trisa, um How can our listeners contact you? What's the best way to contact you, to talk to you? Because you have all the information. Well, the first thing is, um, the best thing is
0: to email or call me and make an appointment because I'm Mm -hmm. not always there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm happy to meet anyone on their schedule. Uh, That's part of, you know, being a small business owner. I I know that everyone has busy lives and... Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm willing to work on anyone else's schedule. I don't have to be at the dealership to start talking about, you know, what they're interested in. Okay. Um, so I can call them or email or chat or however they want to get in touch with me. Mm-hmm. So um, they can get me at Teresa, T-H-E-R-E-S-A at com, mm-hmm. or call me at 519-505-1973. Yeah. And um, I've actually, Laga and I have spoken and we do have a special program for SBCN members. Oh. We have a special discount. So, yeah. if, you know, if they're interested in talking more about that, then I can
1: I can let them know about that, too. Oh, Teresa, that's wonderful. And also, if you don't yeah. mind sharing the information with... Um us, the, you know, the the co-founders of the organisation, we can share it with our members too. That's absolutely wonderful. I hope this young man can come along in your place to our, our first in-person uh, event next week. Please issue an invitation. I'd love to showcase, uh, I, again, Log, how do we say his name, Logger? Logger, yes. <laughs> Not, that, that's a wonderful <laughs> oh, name. Do we know yeah. where, where, where this name comes from? It's a very unusual name. Uh, I think... I'm trying to think. I can't remember
0: what the language is, but I think it means visit. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and the other part of it means God. So it's visit from God. I know that. <laughs> His mother named him that.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I'd love I'd love to meet this guy. But if he can't come yeah. to the next event, please invite him to another one. So basically, sure. could you just then um, point out again for the people who are not familiar with where Canada Cars is located? Can you just sure. share again? Yeah. Sure. Thank you, Linda. Um, It's 81 Bridgeport Road. Mm
0: -hmm. And so it's on the one-way Bridgeport uh, right across the street from the uh, plaza that has the walmart and the Sobies and the tim yes. hortons and everything it's in it
1: a great location isn't it a really yeah. really yeah. good location and yeah, one day i'm going to pop out there and take some photos from outside and i'm not going to tell anybody i'm going to be all all sneaky mm-hmm. so i can share it i can share it with our members i go you know what though Thank i you. think this is what networking is all about to me this is why dave and i the other co-founder decided would you believe it will be 19 years since you've had the sbcm operating that's amazing we we did amazing thank you we didn't we didn't want to take away from any other organizations we wanted to offer something different and the difference is um We do have the time, you know, to say, well, you know, we'll come out and take a photo at someone's location or we'll mentor you or we'll do a podcast because networking is not just about going to a networking event, shaking someone's hands, giving them a dinosaur, I'm sorry, a business card (laughs) because business (laughs) cards are dinosaurs now, and saying, you know, will you buy my widget? It's about building the relationships and helping each other and it's a long long um i think it's a long long journey really to gain that trust yep. and credibility and knowing that you are now with canada cars theresa and that we i mean not just sbcn members i have a huge following of people because as you know i have another business and people always say "Would well, do you know a lawyer do you know um what should we say um a real estate guy Do you know anybody, you know, Mm -hmm. in the dealership selling cars? So I'm always happy to refer people, but I really need to know more about them. And by you telling me tonight, the longevity, you know, and the care that you take in the sale and the financing, that's what makes me want to, you know, refer, you know, refer businesses. What I'm going to say to you, my angel, I'd love you to come back when you have time again. I know you're really, really busy. And um, tell us a little bit more about your small business journey. But thank you for tonight and telling us about Canada Cars and how you do go all out to help, you know, your customers. I think it's amazing, Teresa. Well, thanks
0: very much, Linda, for this opportunity. I, I really appreciate being able to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really look forward to speaking with you some more and with anyone who has any questions or has any interest in, um, in getting a car. Mm-hmm. And um, I urge you to give me a call. I anything that we have on our lot's available, but I can also get anything that someone's looking for. So if it's not on the lot, oh,
1: that
0: good. doesn't mean I can't get it. I can get anything. Laga can get anything on the on the auction that you know someone's interested nice. in. So I
1: believe that. I don't believe yeah. that you would say anything that you didn't mean. You mean what you're saying. You say yeah. what you mean. <laughs> I've known you many years. Well, I'm going to let <laughs> you go you you. with your busy evening. Thank you again for being Thanks. a guest on the. Small Business Podcast and take care, Teresa. Thank you so much, Linda. It's been a pleasure.